Welcome to the Rooted and Equipped podcast. We are so glad that you have tuned in and wanted to join us as we have this really fun conversation today about relationships. So we are in our third episode now of the relationship series talking about dating. So the previous two have been talking about single and preparing for relationships. So if you haven't listened to those yet, go take a listen to those and then join us for this. We have a very special guest today with us, Mariah Woodall. Um, (laughs) We are so happy to have you. She's a good (laughs) friend of mine. Um, And then my name is Leah Jeffries, and we also have Andrew Honeycutt here on the podcast, as usual. But Mariah, would you tell us a bit about yourself? Yes. Yeah. Well, my name is Mariah, and I want to thank you, Leah, for asking me to be on. I'm so excited. Yes. Um, Yeah. So I am engaged. (laughs) So yeah, been dating. We'll continue to date. (laughs) But um, yeah, so it's been super fun. So and you're getting married in December. In December, right? so four and a half more months. Wow. I'm so excited. That's very soon. That's yeah. happening. Well, almost four more months. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. It's crazy. But yeah, so I go to Cedarville University in Ohio, and I'll graduate in December, and then get married, and then move to Washington D.C., where my fiance is working right now. So that's so cool. Yes. So you've like experienced like the dating world a bit. Yes. You know, you're like just kind of out of that season. Do you like mm-hmm. still consider yourself dating though, even though you're yes. like engaged? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I definitely would because I hope that we just date forever. You know, yeah. like I feel like that's an important part is yeah. just like really continuing cool. to put time into the re- relationship yeah. to invest into each other. And that's so funny. When Chris and I got engaged, uh-huh. it was so hard for me to switch the language to fiance. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, this is my girlfriend. I yeah. Mean, well, she's I'm like, more actually, than your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I'm your fiance. She would be like offended. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Yes. That's awesome. Well, that's super cool. As usual, before we like actually dive in to talking about dating, we want to cover our one thing. So, Andrew, you go first. Yeah. So, my one thing is um, we've had a group text going with some of the guys from our Young Marrieds group. Okay. So, just our guys are reading through the Proverbs each day. And um, so, one, one of the Proverbs that just stuck out to me has just been one that's been foundational for me throughout my entire walk is Proverbs 5.21. For your ways are in uh, full view of the Lord and he examines all your paths. And so just thinking, especially as we're talking about direction in life and all these different things, just the trust and the sovereignty of God and how he's got us as we put our trust in him, he directs our paths. Mm. And so it's just, it's just really cool. And another one above uh, from Proverbs 4, uh, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we've talked about in this yeah, podcast. Last even. episode. Um, yeah. So just cool to walk through it with these guys and see how it fleshes out differently um, for each of these guys every day when they text back. It's just it's always something different that they see and how yeah. it applies to their life. And it's just really cool. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. So my one thing from this past week, I would say learning to just rely on the Lord for strength. Cause as I said, I was going back to school or I am going back to school on Sunday and then planning a wedding for mm. in four months. So I think it's been a lot, it's been super overwhelming. Like all the meetings that I have to do before I go and like yeah. all the packing, like I'm not totally packed. So that's kind of stressful. And then like trying to mentally be ready to like go into a semester and like, oh, yeah. okay, my last semester, like I love my time at Cedarville, but mm-hmm. just trying to like prepare for that. Um, it's just like overwhelming, but just knowing that like, okay, 
my hope is in Christ and not in my uncertain circumstances and yeah. some things right now or stressful circumstances. Mm -hmm. And like the first Peter woman's Bible study at church has been so encouraging for me on Wednesday nights, just like going through that throughout the week. You guys are going through the book of first Peter. Yeah. yeah. First Peter has been so encouraging. Just, it like talks a lot about like your living hope that's mm -hmm. in Christ. And mm -hmm. we cannot find that just in like our own selves or like our circumstances. Yeah. So Wow. That's, well, that's just been so a good cool. comfort yeah. <laughs> this past week and like month when so. everything's kind of up in the air and yeah. changing and yeah 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 that's cool and that's so cool that like god could use that like in your circumstances going yes. through it and being like yeah i realize your world is crazy right now yeah. but he's like but i'm here and i'm your solid mm -hmm. anchor so that's yeah. awesome it's been a blessing for sure yeah that's cool yeah well my one thing is actually not spiritually uh, related, but it is still a big thing for me. So we just bought a house in Hudsonville here. Oh, your family? Um, yep. Okay, so it's cool. about five minutes from the church here. No way. Um, it's in the Georgetown Forest neighborhood. Hey, that's where that's like my neighborhood. Really? We might be neighbors. Oh, yeah. fun. So anyway, that was a little bit sudden because we'd kind of been like looking for a house in like a very chill way, just being like, you know, if we see something we like, but we were not at all ready to move and we still aren't really ready to move but it's all of a sudden like we bought this house and now it's like all right we're moving we got to sell our house oh so word. all i've been doing when i've been at home is cleaning mm -hmm. and doing house projects and yeah. it's like crazy and i'm still trying to figure out whether that's or not stressful. i'm excited to move because people are like oh that's so cool are you excited i'm like i don't know yet well cool so we're talking about dating uh this week and so uh, you have some questions for Mariah? Yes. So I have dated before and I know everybody It is their desire, obviously, to date well. And like people always hope it doesn't end in a breakup. You know, no. the goal is hopefully mm -hmm. marriage. And I think that is hopefully your goal going into dating. But Mariah, mm -hmm. just as you have been in that season of, of dating um, and are now, you know, almost married, I have a few questions for you hearing your experience and what you've learned through it as we're all those of us who are not married are like, you know, we're still learning and stuff. So right. my first question for you is, what is the best piece of dating advice you've ever been given? And I realize that's a big question. I feel like it's hard to like narrow it down to one thing. Yeah, um, it's a little unfair on my end. No, it's okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, that'd be such a great question. Yeah, Jake is my fiance's name. Mm -hmm. And so something that a prophet Cedarville actually told him is that dating best happens in a crock pot, not in a microwave. Oh. So you can't Ooh. try and like speed up the process That's or good. be like, okay, I just wanna know if this is the person. Like, yeah. it's like a process of evaluation and it should be fun. Like, it doesn't have to be like an interrogation, like, okay, well, do they do their Bible study every morning? You know, whatever. Right. It's like, Obviously, like, hopefully that their relationship with the Lord is, like, producing that fruit mm -hmm. and they're able to, like, grow in their walk with the Lord, but not in, like, a legalistic type of way of, like, okay, I just need to know these things and then yeah. that's exactly who it's going to be. Like, it's just yeah. a process. Yeah. So that's I think so not, good. I was just talking yeah. to somebody the other day specifically about about young adults and dating and mm -hmm. um, proposing and yeah. being engaged and all that and in the process and how many times it becomes a microwave. It is, it yeah. is nutty. The times like 
The, yeah. And it just happens so quickly and mm -hmm. so fast. And people want that. Yeah. They want that like microwave relationship to yeah. like, okay, we're yeah. going to get married. This is it. Yeah. We're having it. We're picking the date. This is, it's going. Right. And the train's down the tracks. But like, there is something about that like crock pot Mm -hmm. season yeah <laughs> like there's exactly. so many like unique so i've done a lot of crock pot meals uh i've had to cook a lot more now that we have <laughs> drew but um yeah so like and it's just so easy you just throw stuff in the crock yeah pot. but it's so there's so many new flavors and different things that when you slowly cook like that come out and yeah. so i think that's even true like within our own lives like especially in relationships the right. more that you can kind of just settle in that rather than mm -hmm. nuking it in the microwave yeah um it it just is like so much more awesome right yeah, totally. then there's not all this pressure too right. of like oh i have to like know right away it's like okay there's not like a timeline like god knows the timing of it and yeah. mm -hmm. you don't need to be i think also that was hard too like being in an environment like at cedarville where there is a lot of dating going on it mm -hmm. was hard to not like compare but it's mm -hmm. like okay everyone's story is different every person is different god's timing is going to be different for everyone so not yeah. like trying to be where you think you should be just like taking it one step at a time yeah that's cool. That is some solid advice. I know. Cool. That's wise. Yeah. I love that. From a lot of, from a lot of wise people that I'm yeah. very thankful for. Yeah. yeah. That's so, so cool. All right. Moving on. Question number two. So <laughs> what did slash does, because, you know, you're still kind of dating. Yeah. It look like for you and Jake to keep God at the center and like the focus mm. of your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Being super, super disciplined and like prayerful in your own lives mm -hmm. i think that is really what it comes down separately, to separately yeah separately if yeah. you're both like pursuing the lord and keeping him as the first priority then it'll be such an encouragement to come together and then talk about okay like what's god teaching you or like that will just come up naturally it doesn't have to be some like formalized thing like if that's a part of your life then that will like flow out in conversation yeah and it's just like such a cool thing to be, to know that like, I know Jake's praying for me and I'm praying for him. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we'll pray together and that's a super encouraging thing too. Like mm -hmm. as we've gotten closer to marriage too, that's been cool. Like as we're going through like counseling and things too, to like know how I, we can best encourage each other that's good. in our walks. I feel like Krista and I also like we, our devotional lives look different in the way that we take in certain things. Mm -hmm. So it's cool to have that like separateness, but then come yeah. together on it and like, oh, I actually never got that take on that yes. passage before. Yeah, that's totally yeah. right. And to make those investments individually is so important. Yeah. It's so cool because it's like if God is at the center of your life and mm -hmm. if God is at the center of Jake's life, then when you come together, he's still at the center. Yeah. yeah. And then it, he can be like at yeah. the center. You guys yeah. can be there together. Yeah. So that's really and it's awesome. really, yeah, it's super encouraging. Yeah. So yeah. cool. All right. Next question. So what does it look like to approach a dating relationship from a selfless perspective instead of just thinking about like what you can get out of it or what mm -hmm. Jake can do for you or how he's going to make you feel or whatever? Yeah. I think that's like such an important thing to think through and like how can you, something that was helpful for me is like how can I push Jake towards Christ and how can I encourage him mm. and like love him and not for the purpose of getting anything in return. Mm -hmm. Like you're saying, yeah. like where it's like, hmm, like for example, like he's the year above me. So we were at school together this past year and mm -hmm. the years previous. So I would be like, 
Hmm. Okay, well, I know at this point in the afternoon, he's pretty tired because he has to go work here for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. Then I'd be like, oh, maybe I can like bring him coffee or like something like that where it's like, I'm not necessarily like looking for anything in return. I'm Mm -hmm. just like, oh, like I know he gets so tired at this point in the day. And like, I want to thank him with my words also for like what he's doing. Cause I know that like words of affirmation mean a lot to him. So like looking for those things that also mean the most. Cause I just use the example of coffee, but that was like a conversation at one point in our relationship because I like kept getting him coffee cause I'm such a gifts person. Uh-huh. And so every time I would like go to Starbucks with friends or like whatever, I would like bring him back coffee yeah. and at one point like, I forget Coffee exactly. Coffee is a love language in itself. I know. Okay, but not for me. If you really? kept bringing me coffee, I'd be like, well, thank you, Mariah, but I don't drink coffee. <laughs> You'd be like, well, thoughtful, so, but... Mariah, can I pause you right there? Yeah, Because no, you actually hit on something. You, you did a hit on the love languages. So you yeah. said his was words of affirmation. Yeah. And your one of your primaries is gifts. Yeah. Gift giving. Yeah. Like thoughtful gifts. So is that something that you guys have walked <laughs> through together? Like you've you've analyzed those together? Yeah, I guess on like an informal level. Like oh, we haven't okay. like taken gotcha. the test. Yeah. And like I mean maybe I did a while ago. But yeah. I just know like okay, quality time is really, really important to yeah. me. And then like I do love like super thoughtful gifts, which I used to never admit that because I was like, Oh, that's so selfish. I just want people to give me gifts. But like it's like what you know what your love language is a lot by like what you like to give and mm-hmm. I or what you like to how you like to show it, I guess. Yeah. And so I love to like get thoughtful gifts for people and it like makes me feel so special when people are like, I know this is the exact drink you like here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so that, but then I can't just assume that that's what Jake would like. But again, like that's the beginning of our relationship and like that's like part of the fun in it is you're like learning each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so after we had that conversation where he's like, right, you know, like, I feel really loved by you, even if you just, like, tell me that you're, like, thankful for me and you don't need to, like, spend money. Like, I would rather you not spend money on me because Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily, like, need coffee right now. But it was, I mean, it was a really thoughtful way. It was, like, a year ago. I don't remember Uh every detail, but I just remember being, like, you should have told me that, like, four coffees ago. (laughs) Right. That's funny. (laughs) That's so cool. And it's fun that you could, like, learn that through doing it yeah maybe he didn't need all that and he's so gracious he's always like so thankful but and Mm -hmm. that's just like a small anecdote to things that you'll learn throughout your relationship and new seasons that you'll experience and you'll and you'll get to learn how in different ways your love languages you'll be able to meet up with each other with those yeah and serve each other well with them and i think even realizing and i know probably not everybody struggles with this but like wanting to date well and like date right and like Mm -hmm. you know have the perfect relationship but like also realizing it's like it's something you guys get to enjoy learning how to do almost together like you're learning how to relate to each other you're learning how to work together interact together yeah that's part of the fun in it because I know I've been in the place before where I'm like well, I just want a mature relationship like I see in my mm. parents, you mm-hmm. know? Like, they've been married for over 20 years yeah. and being like, I want that. Microwave. Yeah. I just want it to be done and I just want to be yeah. there. Yeah. But, like, realizing that process is mm-hmm. actually really cool. Yeah. And, like, God does a lot of things in it and you grow together so much yeah. through it. Whereas you wouldn't sure. if it, you were already just where you'll be at after 20 years of marriage Mm. yeah like just embracing that growing process yeah and that's the thing is like is a growing process like both of you are growing in your walks with the lord and then like together which is just so cool which like you're saying it just takes time yeah so like being okay with like not getting it perfect right because like you can 
forgive each other and then walk forward and just, or maybe it won't even be like a forgiveness thing. It's just like fun because you're learning each other. Yeah. It's a whole different human being who's had like a different set of experiences. And so it's a cool thing. Yeah. So what is the importance of honesty and being (laughs) your real self? Like not pretending to be something else or trying to like think, oh, what's Jake going to want me to be like? You know, what's like the ideal girlfriend that, you know, I think I'm supposed to be like, what did it look like for you? And what does it look like to just be honest and just be yourself and be like, you know what? It's okay if somebody doesn't like that. Like for people who are dating and they maybe aren't to the engaged point where they know it's the one, but just learning how to approach it. Yeah. I think that's like a really, I love that question. Like when I saw, I was like, oh, this is so good. Cause it, it is so important to like be who God's made you to be and not pretend to be who you think this person wants to be dating. Right. Because I mean, if you're dating and you get married, like they're going to figure out eventually who yeah. you are. Yeah. And like it'll you want, out. yeah, it'll mm-hmm. totally come out. And like, that's what been such a cool part of dating is like when I'm like nervous about something, I'm like, oh, he just found out that I'm like this in this situation. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but then he just like loves me through it. And like, that's even more encouraging when yeah. I'm like, oh, like he, he knows me at my worst, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so that's one instance that I think, or one example of, I think uh, honesty is important. Yeah. Also with that, like it's a display of like Christ's love for us. Cause we don't have to be like perfect and have it all together, but he yeah. loves us anyways. And mm-hmm. so that's like so encouraging when Jake will just like love me though. I'm like, oh, he just saw an insecurity of mine or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like that's so encouraging. I think though, like when for me, when Krista has seen my insecurities mm-hmm. and loves me through them, yeah. that is like a picture of Christ to me. Yeah, it's yeah. so like, powerful. Yeah, totally. That, that's been something yeah. that's been so formative for me throughout mm-hmm. the years is like when she'll see me at my low, when I fail to do this or whatever task kind of thing, I'm yeah. kind of more task oriented. Yeah, yeah. It, Like she sees me through that and mm-hmm. the grace that she extends to me, that yeah. it, that helps me to see Jesus's love in a different mm-hmm. way to me. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's, it's cool so approaching it from like looking at yourself and how you respond to other people, whether you're dating them or whether you're just friends or maybe it's Mm -hmm. a family member, but being like, how can I show Christ's love to other people in that? Mm -hmm. Accepting people, not just like being like, that's a problem, all right, we're gonna just go with it, but loving them not because they don't have problems, but with the problems, because that's what Jesus does to us. And so like, whether you're dating or not, that's such a important part of being a Christian. We're called to show that love to other people and embrace all of people, even Mm -hmm. the messy and ugly parts. Yes, for sure. So what impact did timing have in your relationship with Jake? Because I know a little bit more than listeners that you guys dated (laughs) for a little while and then you broke up and then dated again and are now engaged. Yeah. God definitely had a different, I mean, God's plan for everyone is different, but Mm -hmm. um, definitely different in that we dated for a little bit. So when I was a freshman, he was a sophomore. Basically, we met on class council, which was so fun. And so we were friends for a little bit. And then he asked me out and we dated for a little bit. And it was so great. And we were both really encouraged, had such good, deep conversations. But kind of like I was talking about earlier, it was so much. I felt so much pressure, like, oh, I have Mm -hmm. to know if this is the person I'm going to marry. And Mm -hmm. I like got so in my head. And Jake is such a great guy. I was so confused why I was not at peace with dating him and there was so much going on long story short we ended up um, breaking up for a little bit Mm -hmm. 
And then he actually, so that was right before the summer. And then, so we were in different places over the summer. He was in Colorado. I was in New York. And then the next school year came around. So I was a sophomore that year. He was a junior. He was actually in D.C. studying for that semester. And then when he came back, I was the person that kind of like got our friend group together. And so I was like, well, I guess I'll just include him in on these texts because I want him to be welcomed back. And like, I have nothing against him. He's my brother in Christ and I respect him a ton. By God's grace, we were able to have a relationship and like respect each other, learn from each other and then move forward. And so then I just invited him and then we were hanging out and I was like, this is so much fun. And so both of us in that time like learned to trust the Lord because both of us he was hurt and like confused like okay why did we break up I don't really know so learn to trust God in that time that he was in DC he was able to focus on where he was and grow a ton he found a really solid church there Mm -hmm. and like a prof who became a cool mentor there and really just trusted the Lord through that and then same for me is like I came back to Cedarville that next semester and was involved on campus a lot and super busy. God just grew us both to be like content where we were yeah. and then use different things like we still were like living like he went on some dates, I went on some dates mm-hmm. and then like through that God just like brought us back together and it was like It was just so reassuring too, especially like for me to be like, okay, I went on a couple dates and now I'm like, okay, I was always comparing like to Jake in my mind. I was like, well, Jake was so like this or whatever. Mm -hmm. And God just like kind of drew us like back to each other. And it's been like such an encouragement. We actually started dating right when COVID started. So we were like long distance. (laughs) I know, long distance for the first three and a half months. So yeah, crazy. But definitely just, like, had to trust the Lord through that. Yeah. And, so, like, not trying to go based off your own timing. Yeah. Like, like, I could not have planned that. I wouldn't plan to break up right. for a while yeah. and then come back together. But So, but you guys are in a healthy place, obviously. Yes. Right? Yeah. You're getting married. For sure. <laughs> yeah. You're definitely in a healthy so, place. Uh-huh. So, what do you think were the positive aspects to breaking up? Were there any po- positive aspects to breaking up and having that time? It was definitely a challenge for me to like trust in the Lord and not like what other people thought. Mm. Cause I mean, every single meal I had with my friends, I was like so back and forth. And like, I was like, well, he's such a great guy, but I just don't feel a piece of it with it. Like so back and forth. And like, I think eventually I just got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm gonna get, everyone's opinion is different. And mm. ever, like, which I totally respect them. But everyone has a different perspective. So right. I can't like please everyone. I just have to say, okay, between God and I, what is right to do in this situation? Yeah. And I just was not totally at peace with it. So I had to just trust like, okay, God is over the situation. And if he brings us back together, okay. But right now I just know that I need to focus on like these other things I'm involved in and friendships and getting adjusted. Cause like, it's so hard. No, yeah. I mean, that's a hard thing going from high school to college. And being committed in a lot of different ways to different things at school. Yeah. I was like, okay, I just need a transition first. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's like God had things for you while you were dating the first time, I'm sure. Right. And it's like he had things for you when you weren't dating. Yeah. And he has things for you now as you guys are dating and engaged again. Right. Each different place in the whole timing of all Mm -hmm. of it was important. Well, there's maturity in the breaking up. 
Like there's maturity in that for you to say, I've got to depend on the Lord in this Mm -hmm. season and to learn from that and to grow in that during that. And I think there's a lot of uh, like young adults that won't do that. They won't Mm -hmm. hit that button of the breakup because it is scary. But, But like you're like, He's not dead. Yeah, it's not, right. like, it's not yeah. like we can't be friends anymore. Yeah. Like different things like that. And mm-hmm. you were just so secure in your relationship with God that mm-hmm. you were able to walk that in a healthy way and even see that God had more for that relationship. It was definitely like a very low moment. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness. But yeah, it was really cool. Like looking back, I'm like, God so used it to draw me closer to him. Like you're yeah. saying, Andrew, like yeah. definitely learned a lot through that whole thing. Yeah, so. and it's like, it's okay to admit that it was hard and it wasn't yeah. fun, but it, yeah, God had a purpose in it. Mm-hmm. But also to that, like, even if I wasn't going to end up with Jake, like, I feel like not all breakups have to be like a failure. Like, right. I think mm-hmm. I learned a lot from dating him. Like, I truly did. And he treated me so well. And he's such a gentleman and like really pointed me towards Christ. So it's like we respected each other while we were dating. So then when we broke up, it wasn't like, oh, I can never see him again. Like it was not like a super hard, like by God's grace, it was not like we went too far in any area or anything. I'm just so thankful for God's protection in that. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes it's like if you break up, then it has to be called a failure. But God's just calling us in different directions. And so we have to trust Mm -hmm. through that. Yeah. And then learn from it. That's good. And you can learn from any breakup. Like you said, like, it's not even, like, even if, like, you guys didn't get back together, like, this this story is very different. But if Mm -hmm. if there was, if there are people out there that are struggling that that, that have gone through breakups and different things like that, we can learn from those things and say, yeah, God taught me so much about my identity in Him mm-hmm. throughout the season and yeah. to learn from that. That's that's my first thing whenever yeah. I have people that are dealing with breakups and different things that come to my office. Mm-hmm. I was like, get a journal. Yes, <laughs> like, it's so totally, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because this is going to be the best season of your life to really figure out mm-hmm. when, when everything's been pulled out from under you. Yeah. Like, and I do that with people that have experienced a lot of different things like mm-hmm. what is God doing in this season and how is he revealing himself yeah, and how right. is your identity not dependent on anything other than him mm-hmm. and that's so cool to hear your story and that that be true for you yeah so at the end of the day what would you say are the things that really matter in a relationship and that you think like people should look for and prioritize as they search for somebody like when right. you're dating like when you see stuff, whether it be red flags or green flags or yellow flags, like what are those things and what were they for you that you felt like really mattered and were important? Um, I think that Jake like loves the Lord and like we just, I've heard it in a couple of podcasts, like character and chemistry. So mm-hmm. like that they have solid character, like love the Lord. Like yeah. there's evidence of like, okay, they have a walk with him and mm-hmm. they're pursuing him. And chemistry, like, do you enjoy being together? Like, I think that's part of, like, the first time Jake and I dated, we were both so, like, okay, we want to honor God in this and do everything right. But then we, like, didn't just have fun because we were, like, afraid of making a mistake. But it's, like, okay, laugh and, like, it's okay to not – okay, I don't want (laughs) to sound bad by saying this, but, like, it's not bad to, like, have conversations that aren't about, like, God. Like, I think Mm -hmm. we thought that we – only had to be like a spiritual encouragement to each other when really it's like okay you're a companion like yes that should be a huge part of your relationship is like being a challenge and encouraged to each other but also it's like just like 
do fun things. Yeah. Like we would like, <laughs> I was just talking to him the other day about like overall overview of our dating relationship. And I was like, yeah, we would like drive on the road. We would go on drive sometimes just to catch up. And then like, I just remember one time there were like hay bales, like, I mean, Cedarville is like, there's a ton of like cornfields and everything. And we were just like jumping on the hay bales. I don't even remember why, but it was just like so random. But we just like had so much fun and laughed so much. I mean, we do laugh so much. Trespassing. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Just break some rules. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But like, but it is in the spontaneity of just, yeah, being able to love and be with each other and and those kind of experiences. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's like, yeah, you are friends. Yeah, it's you just are a, like, literally as friends. As my dad yeah. likes to say, it's an intense friendship. It's but, like, you can still have, like, you are friends. Like, friends But there are times, the hay bill times, where it's less intense. It's yeah. Just, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah still, yeah, like, focusing good. on that. the friendship. So, I would say that. Don't take yourself too seriously. Yeah, laugh at yourself, too. Like, it's okay to joke mm-hmm. around and, like, laugh at each other because yeah. you'll make mistakes and you can talk through it. And yeah. It's That's fun. so cool. But like yeah. having that freedom. Yeah. Being like so rigid. Yeah. Hey yeah. Exactly. So like looking Jump for on that. Hey yeah. <laughs> looking for that in a relationship, prioritizing that. Yeah. Yeah. Prioritizing time together too. I think that's a like Jake prioritizes really well. So like in school, he's like, okay, so I mean obviously there's different different priorities for different times in your relationship, different stages and things. Mm-hmm. But when we were like more serious, he's like, okay, so you're above this guy's uh, sorority like service group on campus that's like really big so it's like mm-hmm. they would do like service projects sometimes like dinners but like mm-hmm. if something came up with Jake and I then he would say like okay you're a higher priority than like this group of guys so I'm willing to like not go to dinner tonight because we haven't had a date in a really long time or whatever right. so I think that was so encouraging to me just to know like okay he's prioritizing our relationship we'll when we were doing like long distance well we are right now we'll like put on the google calendar like okay let's protect this hour to catch up or like this half an hour like yeah. things like that where it's like okay you're putting time into the relationship relationships take time and yeah, take energy do. even if you are engaged like and mm-hmm. you're like okay well we're getting married so that's set and i'm really busy right now so we'll but just like, talk after we're married now i know like, yeah, still being like okay how do we do this season well like yeah. how do we there's no rule book but also there's wise counsel and we want to like seek that and seek to like love each other well in yeah. season. That's a really good point. Like I just sat down, I'm counseling a couple that's getting married next spring mm-hmm. and the, there's such a trajectory to like run past this moment to, to yes. be thinking so much about the, when we're the place. Yeah. The, it, oh yeah. And when we're married, like, yeah, mm-hmm. the house, the whatever, like yeah. how many kids are we going to have all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But, but especially in that season, there's such a laser vision focused on that day, mm-hmm. the dress, the, all the food, right. what's going to happen. Yeah. And so like for months you're planning for that day, which is good. I mean, I guess there's so many details. I, there's so many details, <laughs> but but don't get lost in that, and actually enjoy this season because it is different than dating, and it is different than mm-hmm. married. It is it is that yeah. there is like a different feel in that season, yeah. and I I love that just to enjoy that season. And I also yeah. was you had talked at the beginning is like you said. I hope we never stop dating. Yeah. Like you had said that. So even in the prioritization Mm. that you're just talking about, it's echoing that. Like we, because that's going to be so important once you get married as well to to prioritize those times together. Mm. Yeah. That's cool. That's so cool. Yeah. 
And to just bring it a little bit back to the original question of like what really matters in a relationship mm, and what you want to yeah. look for. There was something that I found from a book called Outdated by Jonathan Pakuda. Yeah. Some people call him JP. He's like He's like the big young adults guy. Yeah, he's like, the big yeah. young adults guy. <laughs> if you want like a Texas. really really yeah. solid podcast to listen to, like other he's than great. this, listen yeah. to The Porch. It's mm-hmm. so Oh, good. the porch. Okay, yeah. no the porch, yeah. yeah. Okay, so he's one of like okay. the speakers there. And he wrote a book called Outdated, all about dating. And there was something like that he put together that I thought was so cool and would benefit listeners and everyone. So it was like, <laughs> when you're looking for somebody, these are the things you want to look for. And the main statement is look for somebody whose life is defined by the cross. Hmm. And then he had an abbreviation for the cross, which I thought oh, was cool. so cool. <laughs> so the C stands for controlled, which is like hmm. self-controlled, which is like a fruit of the spirit and a sign that like yeah. God is working in their life. It's so um, Titus 2, 11 through 13 says, for the grace of God has appeared bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. That fleshes Mm. itself out in so many ways. Because when you get married, it it matters that you're that your spouse is self-controlled when it comes mm-hmm. to budgets and finances. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it affects when everything. When it comes to everything, yeah. like you, you, it bleeds into everything. So, mm-hmm. and yeah. which I'm sure you've explored together yeah. uh, in this season. Yeah. So it's like looking for somebody, and when you see somebody asking the question, "Is their life marked by self-control?" And then the R in cross stands for responsible, which mm-hmm. is diligent, and they take care of what needs to be done, and they're like a good steward of what God's given them. Hmm. Um, so Proverbs 31, I'm sure all you ladies out there and hopefully you guys too are very <laughs> familiar with it, but it's a, a lot of it talks about how the woman was hardworking and like mm-hmm. she was a good steward of everything she'd been given, whether it was her resources or her time and just taking care of the people God placed in her life. Um, and so it's like asking the question, like, would you be comfortable with that person? Like being responsible for taking care of your children or being responsible for yeah, your good. lives um, and so, and then the O stands for obedient, which I thought this one was so important, which it it's basically is, are they submitted to God and do they listen to why the wise counsel of elders? Mm. And like, cause I'm like, even if, you know, like you're the head of a household or if you, you know, in right. the guy's case or for like the girls, you know, like mm-hmm. you're, we're still leaving the house or whatever, but like being like, are they not only submitted to God, but like submitted to older people? And yeah. like for you, Mariah, like looking at Jake, like how does he respond to his professors or his right. mentors or like people like that. Oh like, my, yeah. sure, yeah. That is a really, a really big thing. And it's actually very cool because Jake does such a good job of that. Like he like is super close with like a couple profs at Cedarville and has just gotten together with them a couple times just to like ask questions, like yeah. whether that's just like about our relationship or whether that is like, in his walk with the Lord, he's like, okay, these things in my Bible time I've not been understanding because yeah. they're like the Bible can be so hard to understand. So yeah. it's like so cool, especially at a place like Cedarville, to have like professors who want to like push us to be more like Christ. Yeah, and like other like wise counsel in his life, like people like pastors at the church and things like that that have been like willing to meet with him and just like having accountability with friends too is like super super key yeah, so definitely yeah it's also like super encouraging to me to know that like yeah he is a super super humble leader like and he he wants to 
seek advice from other people and does not think that he just has it all together, even yeah. though, like, God's gifted him in so many ways. Yeah. And he is, like, super wise and, like, wants to follow God. Yeah. But, but it's, like, that humility in there. Yeah. Like, there was a verse I was reading. I think it was this morning, which says, like, wisdom, like, comes from humility or, like, part of the root of wisdom mm -hmm. is humility and, like, mm -hmm. being like, whoa, it's so important. But a verse that actually ties into that is Proverbs ten seventeen, which says, Whoever heeds instruction is on the path to life, but he who rejects reproof leads others astray. Hmm. Just like realizing the importance of, yeah, listening to your elders. Right. And then the first That's S so mm -hmm, is serving. So like somebody who's selfless, kind, and compassionate. And like just looking at Jesus, like Jesus was the ultimate servant and like right. we're called to that. So like finding somebody who also is a servant and who loves serving others. Right. Um, so that is the other one. So it's like, is their life, like, do they have a servant's heart? Is their life marked by just that outward focus rather than inward focus? Right. And then the last S, which I thought was so important, is steady. So it's mm -hmm. like, are they faithful? Are they honest? And, like, consistently living out their convictions. So, like, mm -hmm. for you, Mariah, like, You're looking right. at Jake being like, is that a defining part of his life? And, like, yeah. for those of you out there who are dating, being like, not only is the person you're dating steady, but like, are you steady? Are you faithful? Are you honest? Are you mm. living out the convictions God's placed on your life? It's almost like, I like to think of it as like a track record of faithfulness, mm. or like a track record of following Jesus wholeheartedly. Right. So anyway, that's what the cross stands for. But I love like, that. Yeah, yes, I thought it was so, so cool. cool. Yeah, just yeah. like summing it up as looking for a person whose life is defined by the cross. Hmm. And then also asking, like, is my life defined by the cross? Right. Because we can't expect other people to be like yeah. that if we aren't ourselves. I can't be leaning on him for right. all those things. Yeah. Like, I need to be doing it myself, too. Yeah. Anyway, I hope that encourages you. Yes. And I thought it was so cool. Yeah. So there are, like, big parts of relation or, like, the big details in relationships, I mm -hmm. feel like, which is, like, trust, communication, respect, like all of those things. Right. And so I just want to like walk through some of those with you and like what you've learned dating Jake and all of that. Yes. So just to go through those. So starting with trust, what did that look like in your guys' relationship? Like building that foundation and like, what does it look like to move mm -hmm. forward in trust and like the importance of it? Yeah, that is totally a big part of it. And I honestly think it just like comes back to the the crock pot, honestly, just yeah. over time. Like you can't expect all of a sudden, boom, there to be like a huge layer of trust and like yeah. that's it. It's just like one of my friends told me one time in a conversation that she was talking with a prof at Cedarville and he mentioned to her that like relationship, like building up trust is like adding little sheets of paper like mm. for example like her and her dad like there's like a giant block of trust because yeah. over her whole life like little sheets have been like built up yeah but like with the person you're dating it's like you don't you haven't maybe known them for a long time so it's like little sheets so that could be like cracked easily right so it's like having grace for those moments but realizing okay like you're just building on that and like it's just cool to like look back and be like okay over the past like two and a half years yeah. or three and a half I guess now that I've known Jake like we've like built up a lot of trust and so on top of that like assuming the best I think is really big so like at this point like we're engaged like I've seen a lot of Jake's character and I'm like very confident in um and people do fail and because we are sinners but like right. I'm very confident in like the way that Jake depends on Christ to live and lead and um, love others and love me. So um, I can trust that. And 
So if there's like a minor thing, I don't want to assume the worst. I want to know like, okay, would Jake actually have meant that by what he was saying? No, because he loves me so much and he wants to protect me and all of these things. So like telling truth to myself instead of being like, oh my goodness, how could you say that? Like just like, or asking questions if I do feel like maybe offended or like caught off by something. Yeah. But trust is like a huge part. Yeah. And like realizing like what you were saying, like it does take time to build Mm -hmm. and like realizing that that is okay, but also like not like doing the whole microwave thing where you just like, you're like, well, they're my boyfriend or whatever. So I trust them. But like being like, no, you, what have you actually gone through circumstances where Mm -hmm. they are worthy of your trust and where they've actually gained it? Have they shown that they care for your heart and not just the title of like having a girlfriend or whatever. So that's really cool. Yes. So the second thing, which I feel like is huge in any (laughs) relationship is communication. Yes. It's uh, like, oh man, I feel like the older I get, the more I realize it. And I think it's fun because you are a communications major at Cedarville. (laughs) And I am going into communications as well. Um, I'll be a communication woman. So, yes. So hopefully we are, you know, (laughs) at least learning about communication. But like, it is so important. So like, what does that look like in your relationship? And like, what do you feel like was like the biggest thing that helped you and Jake have open communication with each other? Right. I think just keeping all conversations open. Like whenever we would talk about something being like, but this is an open conversation. Like, let's keep it going. Like, let's talk it through. Like just knowing the other person, like the goal is to understand each other more and point each other towards Christ. So, okay, let's just talk things through. Like, I think sometimes it's hard because you're like, oh, why are we talking about this again? But it's like, no, this is an opportunity to love each other and learn each other because we're going to have to be doing it for the rest of our lives. And it's like a joy to to know another person in a deeper way. And then talking through that conflict just sets you up for more success later in your relationship because you can just build on that. Yeah. And it's like there's this quote. Um, I don't actually know who said it, but it says (laughs) lack of communication ruins everything because instead of knowing how the other person is feeling, we just assume. Mm, Yeah. And that's the danger. It (laughs) is. Assuming. Yes. So that's so cool. But like, Mm -hmm. I feel like for a lot of people, and I felt this before, is like feeling like you can't say something. You're like, like, oh, I feel this way, but I'm not going to talk about it. And so you just keep it under, but then eventually it's going to have to come up. So like, what did that look like for you? And what does that look like for you and Jake being like... you're allowed to share your feelings with me even when they aren't pretty and Mm -hmm. like learning how to do that with each other. Yeah, I think just like telling the other person like, hey, like I've really been thinking about this. And like, if it's something that you think maybe could offend them, say, I've been praying about it and I'm like, I know that you love me so much and so you wouldn't want to make me feel this way. But just so you know, like when you do this, it makes me feel this way, Right. you know? So it's not accusing them of having motives that are not pure or anything else, but it's like asking questions, verbalizing how you're feeling. So then it can be talked through and they can be like, oh no, like, I'm so sorry. Like we have a total different meaning of that word or, you know, because that's definitely (laughs) happened. And it's like so reassuring to just like be able to talk those things through and be like, oh, we, we are a team. Like we are trying to get on the same page and like just love each other better, honor the Lord more. Yeah. And it's like realizing like it's you two against the problem, not you two against each other. uh, Yeah. And like focusing against the problem and not like accusing the person of it. Yeah, yeah. Literally exactly what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's helping me think through it. Yeah. That's talk. awesome. That's so cool. 
Yeah. So yeah, communication, it's endlessly never, important yes, in uh, any relationship. Yeah. And don't be frustrated when you, like for me, it's been helpful to be like, okay, this is, we're growing and it's not like we're there. We're never going to be there. Like, right. All our and like, that's not the way. goal. It's like, yes. yeah, it is that growing process. Yeah, for sure. So cool. So respect. Yes. I feel like I've seen this in like all relationships. It's like when you don't have respect for the other person, mm-hmm. you really can't go anywhere. So yeah. through all of this conversation, I just see so much respect in your heart for Jake. And like, uh, you're just yeah. like, oh, he's such a good guy. And you like, <laughs> you respect each other. But yeah. like, how do you think that affects the way you relate to each other? And how important is it, do you think? Yeah, I think um, just realizing like every person is like God made every person differently and mm-hmm. has gifted them with different things and has given them different experiences and like just trying to like learn from the other person and realize that there is so much to learn like you're never going to have it all figured out yeah um and realizing like that all people are made in the image of God and like deserve respect and um so I think just like using the relationship as an opportunity to honor like honor one another like scripture talks about that so much and so I think that's just a huge part of it yeah that's so cool okay this is a big one, I feel like, for a lot of people yeah. before they're in the relationship, but they can struggle with it when they're yeah. in it, is expectations. For sure. So, like, people, you know, you come into a relationship, like, whether you're just starting out dating or even expectations, like, going into marriage. Like, yeah. you have ideas about what you hope it's like, and I'm sure Jake does, too. And, like, what happens, like, when expectations are not met? And, like, how do you communicate them and, like, deal with them yeah. in a healthy way? Yeah, I think that comes back to, like, communication a lot of times. Just, like, being really open and honest and, like, believing the best. (laughs) Believing, like, okay, um, maybe he didn't mean to come across this way, but it kind of did to me. So just, like, either letting love cover it in your heart, being like, okay, I know him, and I know that that would not be his intention, so I'm going to let love cover it. Or just, like, talking about it, I think it's really important. And, like... Just realizing that both of you, like, a lot of times when you have different, like, well, everyone has different parents. So, obviously, just, like, when you know you have different parents and, like, they do things differently because everyone does, like, that's going to influence what you're expecting the other person to do. Mm -hmm. So, I think that's been fun even in counseling. (laughs) Yeah, I (laughs) Certain things to be like, okay, like, what were you expecting to, like, contribute to, like, around the house? Oh, that's interesting. Like my dad actually does all the cleaning or, you know, like just things like that where it's like you're expecting a different, but like talking through things to like try and come to either compromise or just like how to love each other through those. Yeah. And yeah, be willing to like see the other other person's perspective and not just say, this is the way it has to go. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And like, yeah, being willing to change and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like that's so hard because a lot of the times, I feel like people have these expectations and they're not willing to change. And yeah. even sometimes we don't realize we have all these expectations. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just like going through it with a selfless perspective and yeah, like the communication part mm-hmm. of it, which is like so important. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And everyone has different personalities too. So I think that's a different thing that plays in a role. Like I'm more um, extroverted in a lot of ways. And so sometimes I would like see something way differently right. than Jake and so then that's, like, a good conversation and a cool way to just be like, oh, okay, like, thank you for letting me know. And then I can respect you in that way. Yeah. And 
you know, fill in the blank, whatever. Right. <laughs> and I think it's awesome, like, how you and Jake are so open with each other. And, like, communication, yeah, is literally open and it yeah. helps. It's like, mm -hmm. like, when you communicate well, it solves so many of those problems yeah. with, like, expectations, with respect, with yeah. even, like, boundaries and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, just being able to talk about it clears yeah, it up so much. Exactly. So, that's awesome. Yeah. So, what part has the community played in your and Jake's relationship? Yeah. I think that has been a huge part. Like, honestly, like, it's so cool and such a blessing to have, like, parents who love the Lord and just, like, people in my life who want to, like, point me towards Christ and, like, push Jake and I, you know, independently towards Christ, but, like, learn how to, like, push each other towards Christ and yeah. not just, like, take this season lightly or take it for granted. But um, I think that's been a huge part, being able to, like, ask questions to, like, mentors from home, even, yeah. like, from New York. Now I live in Michigan, but... Like, even some people that were, like, youth leaders from, like, sixth grade yeah. and, like, my youth pastor's wife, like, people who I'll still call here and there to be, like, so, like, we'll catch up. And yeah. I'm, I'm just able to, like, ask questions about, like, things I'm thinking through. And that's, like, so helpful to hear, like, a wiser and older perspective or even from, like, friends who see Jake and I's relationship yeah. more close up. Can, like, speak into Yeah. It. So yeah. I think just trying to be, like, humble and open, like hiding anything is not helpful so I think right. just like yeah being open and like not too prideful to like ask for advice yeah even if you think you don't want to hear it that's right. probably when you need it the most <laughs> probably yeah. yeah but it's like realizing the the gift that community is because mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the times you know when we're in that dating relationship the last thing we want to hear is criticism or yeah. people being like hey i see this in that person but like mm -hmm. inviting that so i think that's so yeah. cool that you like reached out to people and like yeah you wanted that you know mm -hmm. and it's like that's gonna bless you and i'm sure it already has it's like that's inviting that yeah. yeah okay the last one which i know is something that people don't always like to talk about but i feel yeah. like it's so important is boundaries mm -hmm. and like what that has done for your and jake's relationship yeah that is a huge thing and so hard because it's such a gray area. It really like it's is, the yeah. Bible doesn't talk a lot about exact yeah. boundaries. It talks about, you know, marriage a ton, right. which is important. Um, but I think something for us that's been encouraging is just again like seeking wise counsel and like not trying to push the boundaries. Like my something my mom says is like wherever you draw the line is where the battle will be. Yeah. So, like, you know, at this stage especially, like, just being like, okay, we are not going to be, like, pushing it because, first of all, I mean, I feel like it's easier now because it's like, okay, there's an end time because right. it's like, okay, we're getting married. Um, and so that's, like, super exciting. Right. But just, uh, it is something that's, like, such attention because you're like, part of me is like, this is so annoying. We're the one making these boundaries. So, technically, it we could be doing more than we are right now. But right. honestly, it's like, okay, that is not thinking, like, how can I protect the other person's heart yeah. and their purity the most? Like, and so with, so, okay, to summarize, I would say, like, trying to push the other person towards Christ and um, just, like, having patience and self-control. Like, that's been a theme we talked about earlier is, like, yeah. self-control. Yeah. So, like, saying, okay, am I, like, pushing this person towards Christ in this or is it, like, pushing them towards me? And right. so something that's been helpful to me is, like, okay, checking my motives. Like, okay, am I trying to show love to Jake right now or am I trying to, like, seek my own pleasure? Yeah. So 
just trying to evaluate, okay, where's my heart in this? And I need to be praying about it. But also like, it's like such a gift to be able to like show love to Jake and Denise and it's so fun, but. And it's like honoring where he's at and honoring him physically, spiritually, emotionally. Mm -hmm. Like that can be such a cool way for you to show him how much you love him in like a deeper way. Yeah. Yeah. And like the self-control right now will then translate hopefully into like marriage where then it's like, okay. The fruit of it. Yeah. Yeah. Then we're able to like love each other selflessly and be like, this is love that it's out of my love for Christ and not just because I enjoy this for myself. Yeah. That's so good. And like, I feel like for a lot of people out there, like, yeah, we don't want to have to have boundaries because they're not fun because we like to just do whatever. But like realizing boundaries are there to protect us Mm -hmm. from harm. Right. And like. I have dated, you know, for a little while in the Mm -hmm. past and like learned that. And one analogy that I've heard people use is the cliff analogy where it's like you're on the edge of a cliff and, you know, the guardrail there. It's not to prevent you from being able to enjoy falling down the cliff or whatever. Like just it's there to protect you and it's there Mm -hmm. for both of your good. Right. And like. I realize that's a bit of an extreme analogy, but like it's for good. It's yes, not like it to restrict you and prevent you from, I mean, it is mm-hmm. there to restrict you, but like, yeah, the bottom yeah. line is that it's for good. Right. So, for sure. That's cool. Definitely a prayerful thing. And yeah. And it's like, it'll be different for everybody. And exactly. there's no like, yeah. yeah, as we said, like the Bible, I mean, okay. The Bible is very specific about certain things. Yes. Like, sex is for marriage. Yeah. Just to be clear, for but sure. like it doesn't talk about kissing. It right. doesn't talk about holding hands or hugging or any of that. And so it can be for a lot of people just kind of a gray area. But yeah, yeah, I think like seeking God and just Mm -hmm. what does it come down to with your own convictions and what God has shown you and honoring what where the other person is at because it may be different than you. And being thankful for literally what is within the boundaries because I think if you're always focused on like, oh, well, we can't do this or whatever. Yeah. Like, well, okay, that is not going to produce joy. But like joy is like knowing that you're honoring each other and like pointing each other towards Christ, like enjoying the good gifts and being thankful for what you can do and what you are confident is honoring to God rather than like just being upset at what you can't do or wishing. Yeah. Cause that's also not honoring to God. Like if you're not sinning, but you're bitter about it, then that's not honoring to God. Yeah. And it steals the joy out of enjoying the friendship if all you're thinking about is what you can't do. Yeah, exactly. That's so cool. And it forces you to like look for other ways, like, to either pray for that person or to love them in different ways. Like, yeah. oh, I can write them a note or I can put my energy into something else and yeah. pray that, like, this, like, desire of mine right now will turn into, like, loving him in the future or, yeah. you know, yeah. different things, just whatever that looks like. That. Yes, cool. exactly. <laughs> yep. Well, thanks for sharing, like, what you have learned and all those oh, different relationship not been a perfect, areas. Yeah, it has not been a perfect journey, but... It's encouraging that it doesn't have to be. Like, God is there along the way and has given graciously wise counsel. Yeah, and it's, like, just, like, seeking him first in everything and realizing, like, our relationships come back to him because he is the relationship. The relationship. I like that. Yeah, the relationship. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so for you listeners out there, and Mariah, I'm sure you can speak to this being almost married, is, like, who you date matters. It does. And not settling matters. Waiting for that God-centered relationship. Waiting for that person. For you, it's Jake, you know, Mm -hmm. who you're excited to be with for the rest of your life, which is awesome. It's, like, it's so worth the wait. Yes. And there's a quote I love that says, 
Don't lower your standards, lengthen your patience. Hmm. Just seeing the importance of that and like seeing the fruit of that in your life and being like, this is what God has for you. And it's so good because it is his will and you haven't settled with, I don't know, if you had like a kindergarten crush, you know, like if you had ended up marrying them, like that would not, like it would just be so much less than what God wanted for you. So yeah, that's so cool. And like also realizing marriage is the second most important decision you'll make in your life after choosing to follow Jesus. Yeah. Dating with that in mind and being like, Mm -hmm. it's important how you date and who you choose to marry. So Mm-hmm. Just like seeking God first in all of it. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. But thanks for sharing like your of story. And thanks for having being me on in. here. Yeah, it was so much fun. We are so grateful that you joined in on the conversation today. And it is my prayer that this encourages you and inspires you deeper in your walk with Jesus. Know that you are so loved and valued, not only by all of us here at Chapel Point, but also by our Heavenly Father. So I hope that you live in that knowledge today. And again, thank you so much for tuning in and listening today and joining in on the conversation because we love having you here.